Hi there, just a quick message before we get started. As we move forward with the podcast, we would like to give you the opportunity to participate in various challenges that are exciting and affordable. This month, we are offering a 21-day meetings challenge that gives you all the key tools that you need to participate at a higher level in your English meetings, such as agreeing, clarifying, disagreeing, making suggestions and interrupting. All the essential stuff. So if you're interested in getting to the next level with your English meetings, click the link in the show notes and sign up free to the waitlist. The link will only be available until the 27th of May. So make sure you don't miss out. Okay, now let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode 34 of the Transforma tu Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about what an argument really is, why a compliment is not a complimento, why you need to know the word warning, the difference between familiar and familiar, and why an orchestra needs a conductor, but not a conductor. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone! Today what we will be doing is we will be giving you six extra helpings of false friends. Now this all really came about because we came across a list of a hundred false friends and as we were looking through it we thought there would be quite a few that would be for you. These actually are a little bit less common um, but at the same time they can be very very helpful. So as usual I am here with Alistair. Hi Alistair. Hi Daniel. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, everything great. Thanks. Fantastic. Yeah. So six extra helpings. Now that's kind of an interesting expression to start off with, right? Yeah. Because some of our listeners might not actually understand that particular expression, right? Yeah. Helping. Well, it sounds like help, no? Are you that? To help mm. someone. But a helping yeah. of food is a portion, a portion of food, a certain amount. So you have so, for example, you have like the breakfast buffet, not buffet. That's a common mm -hmm. mistake. So oh, in, yeah. That's in English, where you have French words of French origin, like ballet, buffet, yeah. we, we try to pronounce it or we do in the French way. So not pronouncing the T at the end, whereas in Spanish is perfectly, well, correct and acceptable. You say buffet, ballet, yeah. the painter's yeah. monet and manette. And uh -huh. in England or in English, we'd say monet, manet, buffet. So That's anyway, right. going off on a tangent there again. No, but it's a good point. It's a really good yeah, point. Yeah. yeah. So all yeah. the time I say, you know, uh, the buffet. You say, try not to say that in English. Try, buffet it sounds much. It doesn't sound good to say buffet. I suppose people yeah. think you're a bit ignorant. Like, oh, you don't know how to pronounce it properly in the French sure. way. No? Yeah, which is silly, yeah. really. But well, that's that's what happens. No, but it is a good point, mm. and I think lots and lots of people mm. make that pronunciation mistake. So mm. yeah, absolutely, buffet is the right way to so, say. So yeah, it. you're at the, yeah. the the breakfast buffet in the in the hotel, the, and people fill their plate to the top, and then mm -hmm. when it's empty, they go back and get another helping 
of food. So mm -hmm. another portion. So keep filling the plate. So yeah, this is, and this is another helping, it's a good, extra yeah, helping and, of food, an extra amount. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it reminds me actually of a, a situation where children, for example, they often when they're speaking in English, they might want more food and they say, can I repeat, please? Mm. Okay, can I repeat, please? Which is obviously they're just using exactly the Spanish, puedo repetir, mm. right, in Spanish. Yeah. And in English, you can't say, can I repeat, you know, yeah. like, can I repeat in terms of food? What you would have to say, can I have an extra helping or yeah. can I have or some more, more food? But you or, can't, yeah, but yeah, not repeat. Yeah, mm. not per repeat. That's right. Yeah, you can repeat something back to somebody else. Like if yeah, it's a, like a sentence mm. or a word, right? But yeah, so it's kind of a, an interesting thing. So yeah, helping. Helping is an extra portion of food, right? And it kind of very much connects to the whole famous story of Oliver Twist where he mm. was asking for an extra portion of food, mm. right? Can I have some more? And this food, was not right? acceptable in Victorian no. workhouses <laughs> or whatever they are, orphanage. I can't remember exactly what it was. Yes, yes. He got yes, into big yes. trouble by daring did. to ask for an extra helping. Yes. Good. So let's get into those extra helpings. The first helping is the word argument. And so what is the confusion there, Alistair, with the word argument for Spanish speakers? Yeah, well, you have exactly the same word in Spanish, argumento. So one mm -hmm. letter different, an O at the end. Mm -hmm. And what's the problem? Well, false friends, the problem is same word or appears to be the same word, but two mm -hmm. different meanings. So an argumento in Spanish is el, el argumento de la película o el libro is the, we, what would we say, Daniel, for that? We wouldn't say the argument of the book or the film. No, we wouldn't. No, we wouldn't. We would use the plot, the, plot. the word plot. Mm. Yeah, the story, plot you could basically. say, what the story yeah. or yeah. the plot, but not the argument. So then the question is, so what's an argument in English? So what is an argument in English, Daniel? <laughs> Well, this this really happens, I suppose, in contexts where somebody would say, "Oh, yeah, I had a I had a discussion, right?" Mm. I the, the, a Spanish speaker might say, "I had a really bad discussion with my wife with, or my boss with my wife." Yes, mm. and of course, they're thinking of the Spanish word, which is mm. discourse, and they and they just kind of taking it directly over to English and say a discussion, right? Mm. Now, in English, obviously, the whole word of discussion is fine, okay, but discussion generally means that is between two parties that are sort of just have talking about things in a very relaxed way, right? Mm. But actually, that that word is not really the right word, right, Alistair? Well, exactly. So this is the main problem, not so much with the argument question, although that happens sometimes. It's the discussion from Spanish. So Spanish speakers will say, as you said, you know, I had a big discussion with my, I was discussing with my boss this morning about something. Now that could, mm. well, that could be ambiguous, no? If you say, I was, yeah. you say, well, discussing, do you mean you were talking about something, just debating having a conversation about a topic, but calmly and reasonably and rationally, or you were having a discussion, and, which is an argument. Hmm. So it's two different things. No, you, and a discussion can become an argument. So maybe you began having a simple discussion, talking about mm -hmm. something, and then yeah. if it started getting heated, you know, mm -hmm. like calentito, you, know, you start shouting, <laughs> insulting, then that discussion turns into phrasal verb yeah. it becomes an argument so it's two different things so and it's easy to confuse in spanish translating discutir as to discuss and it isn't it's that's right to have an argument to argue as a verb or to have an argument una discusión. That's right. Exactly right. Yeah. So you have to be careful between those two and kind of always think about exactly what will be the right sort of yeah. 
yeah translation into english and normally it really is as alistair was saying is like if it's heated and you're kind of very emotional mm. then you always go to the side of argument right i had an argument with this yeah. person if it was something more relaxed especially like it's more likely if you're speaking to your boss that yeah, hopefully it not. was a discussion right <laughs> hopefully it was a discussion rather than yeah, an it's argument not a good idea then to argue be... with your boss that's right Usually. that's right yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, important to get that distinction right, mm. especially, you know, so that you kind of make it very, very clear to the person what type of conversation you were having, you yeah. know, whether it was really, you know, very, very exactly. bad or whether it was generally okay. Yeah. You know? And then that um, the argument of the book is not argument in English, it's the plot. That's right. Or the film. That's right. There is yeah. one example where the meaning of argumento and argument could be, I think is the same, which is a legal mm-hmm. argument. So a lawyer uh, yes. preparing their case in to go to court will will prepare their their arguments. So it's what they're going yes. to say in the court to argue the case of their client. So in this Absolutely. case, obviously, you're not having an argument with the judge, which is not a good idea. It's like with your boss, and it's not a discussion either. It's presenting your case based on law, your legal arguments. So in that mm-hmm. case argument has more of a similar meaning to the spanish argumento yeah Yeah. but only in a legal sense not in a general sense yeah i mean you actually can use it imagine that you have often in sort of oxford and cambridge they have also these sort of debating societies Mm. and and if you kind of get into a very formal situation a sort of formal debate you might almost say to somebody else i agree with your argument Mm. but but there are some elements that i'm not so quite so sure about so there again it's very much linked to what you were talking about just now which is the kind of a legal argument it's a way of you know your your presentation of your sort of the facts of your what you want to say so in that That's sense right. yeah, yeah argumento in spanish and english can mean the same thing but mm. not when you want to say discutir no this is the that's, that's right. where you have the problem with the translating this una discussion as a discussion you say yeah. no it's an argument that's but then right. we also that's have right. the other meaning of argument well, as you say in a debate you can mm. attack the other person's argument Mm-hmm. which is similar to sort exactly. of legal argument in a sense. That's yeah. right. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very good. Very good. Yeah. Very young one there. The second one that we wanted to talk about today is the whole area of careers and degrees. Mm. So maybe we could kick this off. That's another expression in English to kick off something, which is basically to start. Maybe we could kick this one off in terms of me asking you, Alistair, whether you have a degree and what type of degree you have. Well, I do have a degree, and uh, my degree is in politics. So I have an, is it BA Honours? BA is Bachelor of Arts, I think it means. Mm -hmm. So I have a BA Honours degree, to give it its full title. But most people just say, I have a degree Mm. in politics from Hull University. Um, Very good. And you, Daniel, do you have a degree? I do, I do. I was a student for a long, long time, so I have a few. A few. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, my first one, I'll talk about my first one, which was from Nottingham University, mm-hmm. which where it was where I studied town planning. Okay, where well, town planning is a little bit of a strange subject for, mm-hmm. I think, for... Urbanismo, is it? Yeah, it's basically fun. the translation is urbanismo, yes. Mm-hmm. that's the, And it's obviously quite connected to architecture, more on a macro scale, more than anything else. But yeah, that's basically what I studied. And I got a BA as well, a BA. Of course, this kind of very interesting because basically, as you said, it's like bachelors of arts. Both of our subjects were in the arts area, yeah, right? Humanities, humanities yes, that's right. So you also that's have right. BSc, 
which is yes. a Bachelor of Science. So if you have a degree yeah. in chemistry, mathematics, physics, engineering, I suppose, they're all BSCs, Bachelor of Science. So you have arts yeah. degrees and science degrees, basically, mm, is the exactly. division. And That's art, you can interpret yeah. like humanities or... Yeah. Yeah. At this point, it might be worth talking about the next stage that some people go on to, which is obviously after you've had your undergraduate degree, you often go and do a master's. Now, in English, we always have the S at the mm. end, master's, whereas for some strange reason, most Spanish speakers say master. Yeah, it's un master. Yeah, un master. Yeah. And they don't, they don't say the S at the end. So if you're speaking to a native speaker, yeah, it's much better to say, I did a master's degree. Okay. That's, that's, mm. that's how you would probably say yeah, so it. Yes. It's an abbreviation, um, actually isn't it when you say a master's mm. apostrophe s a master's what a master's mm. degree but often mm. we just don't say degree you just say i have a master's in whatever town yes. planning that's right but really that's what right. you're saying is i have a master's degree in town planning that's and right the mistake that's is right. That's master. No, i have a master no a master's no. which is not yes. a plural it doesn't mean two masters <laughs> no apostrophe no, that's s. True. it's easy yes. to mistake it is or confuse is. yeah so where's the real problem here, Alistair? I mean, because what we often see people making mistakes in this, yeah. in this, with this particular vocabulary, right? They might say something like, "I don't know." During my career, I studied something, yeah. right? Or the question—that's that's the key or problem. The question right? we just asked each other. So I yeah. could say, "Do you have a do you have a career, a university career?" Mm, yes. And this is yes, not of correct. Course. It's a university degree, un grado. Mm. So, yeah. but but you but you now have a career. So what is? Mm. What is your career now after university? Exactly. I, do exactly. you have a career in town planning, Daniel? Mm. Well, I used to, but I don't anymore. Ah. Yeah. Well, so you've changed yeah. your so career. There you go. I've changed my career, yeah. And so that's really important, isn't it, to get that very, very clear, that career is very much related to the whole thing after your university experience, yeah. right? You finish university and then you start your career, your work. right? Yeah, it's working. Yeah. So in Spanish, they have carrera profesional. So in English, career only means una carrera profesional. It doesn't mean carrera universitaria. True, that's right. Which is the that's degree. Right. So yes. Yeah. So I study politics. So neither of us has a current career in the thing mm -hmm. we studied. So I that's study true. politics. I have a degree in politics, but I'm an English teacher. Yeah, sure. For example, sure. <laughs> which is yeah. very common, in fact, especially with art subjects. Maybe yes. if you do science, if you study engineering, you probably become an engineer, for example, yeah. or study law, you may not necessarily become a lawyer. Or if you study medicine, you'll probably become a doctor. Mm. But often in arts or humanities subjects, very often people end up, which we've done before in a previous episode, to end up yeah. doing something, something mm -hmm. completely different. So their career is often very different to, to, the, to what they studied at university, to their degree. Absolutely. In fact, I was discussing this recently with a discussing. few clients of mine. Ah, not arguing. Yes. You weren't arguing. <laughs> no, it wasn't friendly. It was friendly. I was discussing it with them and I was, and they were surprised, in fact. I said, you know, lots of people might, in, in the UK especially, I don't know, maybe in other countries, but certainly it was my experience that, you know, you might do a degree in geography and then you go and work for a bank. Yeah. You know, I mean, that is absolutely possible. Yeah. There's no there's no issue in terms of something yeah. like that. It's very flexible. Yeah, because what do you do with geography? Oh. You become a geography teacher or, I don't know, well, there must be some jobs obviously directly related to geography, but not many. It's quite an mm. exclusive area, no? I don't know, yeah. map making or something. But, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, most people study things like history, geography, politics, 
95% of people probably never work in that area. They do something complete, work in insurance company, banking, yeah. many kinds. So the employer is really looking at, okay, you have a degree in something. It doesn't matter what it is. But that yeah. indicates to the employer, theoretically, that you you have a certain level of intelligence, you're able to learn, and therefore you can learn new th- You can be trained in a completely different type of work because you have yeah. the basic ability and intelligence. So all the interesting, yeah. do you have a degree? Yeah, history. Okay, you can work in this bank. We will train yeah. you how to do whatever it is you do in the bank because we Absolutely. think you're capable, a capable, intelligent person. I say theoretically, mm, yeah. not necessarily. <laughs> but in theory, if you have a degree, you have a certain level of That's right. intelligence. That's right. That's right. Exactly. So there you go. There's the there are the difficulties in terms of degree, career, the different types of degree you can have in terms of masters and you know bachelors as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So there you go. Very very important one. That part very important partly because it, you need to get it right in key moments. Right. If you need to, when you talk about your degrees and all those types of things, it's often related to interviews. So mm. you want to get that right. You yeah. want to be able to say that you did a degree in this and then after that you say my career started when I did this and this I was employed first employed by this organization so it really makes it super clear because otherwise you there is a real danger that people will be kind of talking about well when did you start your degree did you start it well at university but you don't start your degree at university you know like sorry you don't start your career at university I started my career at 18 you go are you really that young so you didn't go to university you started working. That's right. No, 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 no. That's right. I had my yeah. degree in Oxford. So, oh, the, so my career, sorry. Say, so, oh, you mean that you studied. So you, you, you got a degree from Oxford, not a career. Mm. So, yeah, it could be very mm. confusing. Also, yeah, if they're interviewing you in English as a Spanish speaker because there's a job that requires a high level, good level of English, obviously mm. it's not just the fact that it could be confusing. It's like, oh, your English is not very good. Sure. So that's sure, the absolutely. main problem in that situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, so you don't you even to, know how to say degree in English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to make it very, very clear that degree is everything related to the university and career is everything after. Mm. You know, like your career is basically moving from one company to another company mm. or it might be that your career has just been in one yeah, company, being whatever it might be. Yeah. The career whichever, ladder whichever. we talk about. Yeah, yeah. The career ladder yeah. as you move up yes. and are promoted within an organization yeah. or a company. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. Super important. Really, really important. The third helping of our false friends today is the word advise, Mm. right? To advise someone. And now, what is the problem here? What do Spanish speakers somebody get sometimes get confused with, Alistair? Yeah, well, advise sounds very similar to avisar. It's almost Mm. the same word, but it doesn't mean the same. So again, false friend. So mm, yeah. advise means aconsejar. So it's to give somebody advice. Now it's also, that can be confusing the pronunciation. So when it's a verb, the mm-hmm. S is pronounced like a Z sound. So to advise. Yeah. Yeah. But when you say the noun, uh, un consejo is advice yeah. with a C, yeah. pronounced like an S. <laughs> so Absolutely. it's quite confusing. So you, that is confusing. So you give somebody yeah. some advice, uncountable, mm. remember? Yeah, remember if that one. People not haven't advices, heard that episode. Not advices. Back, not advices. Or yes. an advice. Doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So you doesn't give somebody exist, yeah. some advice and you are advising that person about something. So the pronunciation mm-hmm. is slightly different, quite importantly. But anyway, not. Absolutely. But the problem is to confuse 
with avisar in Spanish. So it isn't, it's aconsejar. Mm-hmm. To give dar yes. consejos, no? To give advice. Yeah. So then the question is, okay, so avisar in Spanish, how do you say that in English, Daniel? Exactly, exactly. Well, you is a quite different word. It is the word warning, mm. right? I need to warn you. You can use it, like, verb, it can be a warning to warn. or to or to warn someone. I think it's important that we warn him about this, mm. yeah? Or to give so, somebody a warning. Yeah, as well, which is, again, slightly different where some, now, like, imagine somebody's done something wrong, you give them a warning, mm. yes. And then if they keep on doing it, then eventually something will happen, right? But yeah. Sometimes you... clients make a mistake where they'll, they'll, they want to warn you that they can't attend the class or the session next yeah. week or something. And they say, I'm, I'm advising you, I, I give you an adv- advice that I can't attend the class or I advise you. And you say, no, you're yes. you're warning me, not advising That's me. That's right. Because there's no advice right. there. What advice are you no. giving me? Nothing. Nothing, no. Uh, you're just Nothing telling me something either. that is going to happen yeah. that you want me to know in advance. So warning can Absolutely. also be like danger, no? Danger, warning, dangerous chemicals yes. or electricity. Or, so it's often yeah. used on signs, no? Warning signs. To yeah. give people. Or even in a car. In mm. a car, we discussed this earlier yeah. as well. Yeah. You can have warning lights, yeah. of course. That um, give you some information which, uh, to say, you know, you're yes. running out of petrol or yeah. there's a mechanical yeah. fault problem with the car. No? Yeah. Yeah. On the dashboard, you can have several warning lights on the dashboard, yeah, or you can have warning lights in the middle where you kind of press the big button in yeah, the, the middle where triangle, you maybe, I think, isn't yeah, it? and you're on the side of the road, you've maybe got a problem with a car and you press the warning light yeah. so that people know that you are stationary, yeah. right? Yeah. Flashing lights um, that so. warn other drivers that you are, you've broken down, no? Or at least you're parked that's there. It. So you're warning that's other right. people like, be careful. Yeah. So you can, yeah. So you can give also in your job, if you, I hope this never happens to any of our listeners, but if for some reason I know you're late several times for work or you're not mm-hmm. doing your job very well, your boss may give you a warning say, okay, this is the first warning. Don't be late again. And then you yeah. do it again. And maybe if you're lucky, they give you a second warning and then you have a final warning. And after the final warning, if you do it again, you're out. So you're sacked That's right. or fired or dismissed yeah. as we spoke about again yeah. in the previous episode absolutely yeah fantastic yeah so really there the key element is to remember that word warning and use it appropriately right there might be a a a particular of course the w sound can be tricky in terms of pronunciation right Mm. for for many people but in this case should be okay Mm. all right it shouldn't be too difficult warning yeah yeah not to confuse it not not confuse it with advice this is the thing to avoid yes That's right. That's right. That's right. Good. And for the next helping of false friends, we have the word compliment. Okay. Mm. Now, compliment might get confused with complemento, right? But what is actually complemento in English, Alistair? Well, well, in, in, yes, a complemento in English is an accessory, often mm. in plural, no? Complementos, yeah. accessories. So you yeah. could have a, you know, a shop that sells accessories. So it's often That's like, right. I don't know, belts, handbags, scarves. So you have your basic clothes, like a, a woman, for example, with a dress, and maybe she wants some accessories to go with it, like a matching yeah. handbag or a scarf or something like this. No, So this would be mm-hmm. accessories, to accessorize, in fact, you yes. can use as a verb. Yes. Yeah. But nothing to do with compliment in English. So it's right. very easy exactly. to confuse that word complimento, complimentos, and say yeah. compliments. 
I need to yes. buy some compliments for my new dress. You yeah. say, no, it's not compliments. So again, <laughs> the question is, what does compliment mean in English? That's right, exactly. So that's the key issue here is what does that actually mean? And the real translation of compliment, which is really important to know, is piropo, mm. right? Or cumplido, cumplido. Right? Yeah. So saying something yeah. nice about somebody, no? That's right. So if I pay, so, if yeah. I give you, you, you can use it as a verb directly to compliment someone or you can yeah. give someone a compliment and you mm -hmm. can even pay, although you're not paying anything. So it's not pagar dinero. It's just yeah. to give, it means. So, so Daniel, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to pay you a compliment. Okay, go on then. Well, I think you're an excellent podcaster. Um, <laughs> you do it very, very well. An excellent, really good podcaster and a brilliant teacher also. Oh, In fact, wow. you're just an all-round superb, wonderful human being <laughs> wow, and a good that, friend. That is... <laughs> so I'm, pay I'm paying you a lot of compliments. There. <laughs> yeah, that is amazing. Wow, that, makes me, that, that made my day. Don't that worry, you don't day, need to day. return the compliments. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay fantastic yeah well that that was really i love that but we like, we like other... to receive or receive is a we like to receive compliments don't we from other we people. do well not we necessarily sometimes can be a bit embarrassing if people of course. you know are too exaggerated with their compliments you go no 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 stop stop please please don't i'm not that <laughs> yes. fantastic really <laughs> but there is one context where you might want to use this particular mm. kind of expression like a frase hecha mm. in a way is when you're in a restaurant right mm. there, and you want you want to say something about the food yeah. and you want to use the word compliment but how would you say that to the to the waiter or the waitress yeah yeah so the you've had a wonderful meal the food is excellent and you want to make sure that the chef knows that you appreciate the food that they've prepared so you might say yeah. to the waiter my compliments to the well, you could say could you give my compliments to the chef or just mm -hmm. my compliments to the chef and then yeah. the waiter go okay they go into the kitchen and say one of the one of the diners or the customers has just has just told wants to pay you a compliment no they said the food was exquisite oh yeah. thank you very much yeah so that's paying so somebody go. a compliment or giving someone a compliment yeah my yeah. compliments, my to, compliments the to the chef yeah you can say you can say give or just literally my compliments to yeah. the chef you don't need you the don't have to say because yeah. it's understood yeah. what you mean yeah have you ever absolutely. done that have you ever given the compliments to the chef in a restaurant i've never done it i've never done it but i think my my dad might have done it a mm. few times sort of quite yeah. formal thing to do it is it is because yeah. you might say to the wait the waiter will ask you how was your food and you say oh yeah it was wonderful it was very nice so you tell the waiter mm. you liked you enjoyed your meal Mm. But I don't think I've ever then said my compliments to the chef, mm. which is a pity, really, because no. you're saying to the waiter, but you're not communicating it to the person who actually prepared the food. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so I mean, it is a bit formal, but mm. I, I think that pe mm. some people would, would absolutely say that. No, mm. no problem at all. Yeah. Yeah. Especially so, yeah. a sort of, Michel, you know, a famous chef in a Michelin oh, yes, restaurant. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. That would yeah. be the it's sort of situation like, you yeah. might do it where you know that you may know the name of the chef because they're quite famous yeah. and say oh my compliments yeah, to the chef yeah but maybe in a normal restaurant eating normal food yeah you probably would never think to do that that's right that's right absolutely good right two more that we've got for our listeners today first one being con conductor okay conductor mm -hmm. now this is obviously in english we pronounce this conductor and in Spanish, we would say conductor, yeah, so right? It's just pronounced differently. Exactly the same. Absolutely. And of course, in Spanish, it, it means, well, conductor means driver, right? Mm. But what would it mean in English, Alistair? I mean, well, what would that really mean? You could be a 
conductor of an orchestra of the Royal Absolutely. Philharmonic or something. So a conductor is dirigente, I think, in Spanish. Well, dirige an orchestra. Mm. I'm not quite sure what you refer to as the person. Director, yeah, director. Now, an mm. English director would be a film director or the director of yeah. a company, no? But not an orchestra. Yeah. It's the conductor. Mm. So the conductor, conductor yeah. conducts or so directs, but we don't use the word direct, direct the, no. the orchestra. So that's one kind of conductor. And then a long time ago, I remember, I think they still existed when I was a, a kid, a teenager even. You used to have in UK, in Britain, in Spain, I don't know, bus conductors. Do you remember bus mm. conductors, Daniel? In, I do remember them, actually. Yes, and yes, what, absolutely. And what did yeah. they do? What was their function on a bus? A bu- so the bus conductor is not the driver. It's another no. person. <laughs> the driver right. is the driver, the bus driver. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's important to, mm. to make clear. The conductor actually, yeah, is not driving at all. He's actually walking up and down the bus. If it's a double-decker bus, he goes up and down mm. and uh, and double-checks your tickets, essentially. Yeah. So he's kind of making sure that everybody has paid and is is should be and, and is allowed to be there, essentially. Yeah. Or selling yeah. you. In fact, they used to have these little machines yes, they d- yes, around they their do. neck. Yeah. And if you didn't have a ticket, they could sell you. Where are you going? You say, I'm going to okay, that will be whatever, £1.20. Yeah. And they produce a little ticket out of this machine, ticket machine, I suppose it's called. Yeah. And you yeah. give them the money and they'd have a bag with the money. So they yeah. have two things, their little ticket machine and their little bag of change of money. So yeah. you give them, I don't know, £2 and they give you the change. So basically they're selling, either checking you have a ticket or selling you a ticket. That's and that's right. Now the bus driver can't do that because they're driving the bus. So they can't be yeah. walking around the bus checking tickets. That's so there were right. two people usually working on buses in the past. Unfortunately, now yeah. they don't exist. It's So the bus driver is the driver and the conductor in a sense. Yeah, a two-in-one Two-in-one, so it's cheaper. Obviously, yeah. the bus companies yeah. realized, oh, we can save money. We just have a driver who has a machine. And when you get on the bus, the driver sells you the ticket and then drives the bus. So the job of yeah. bus driver completely, sorry, bus conductor conductor has completely yeah. disappeared i think I, at least right. in the uk well in spain neither so mm. i don't know if there's still some countries in the world where you still have bus conductors but i doubt mm. it yeah yeah who knows? Who, who knows? knows? who knows? And maybe in the future there will not even be need. They might not, not even, even a need driver. a driver. Yeah, because it will be auto <laughs> drive, right. whatever they call it, driven by a computer. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Absolutely good. Yes. Yeah, so that hopefully makes it very clear the difference between a conductor and a conductor. They are sound so similar but mean different things. Mm. So it's very very interesting. And the last one for today is familiar, right? Mm. And familiar, familiar, and familiar. So again, same um, word pronounced. Absolutely same word. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Seem very similar, Mm. right? But let's start with the idea of like a fiesta familiar, right? Mm. Would not be a familiar party, right? No, no, it would. Maybe in the party, you meet somebody who seems very, who isn't a member of your family. You say, Mm -hmm. you look look very familiar. Do I know you? Mm Or you sound familiar, no? That's the use of familiar as an adjective. Yeah. But yeah, you right, would say yeah. a family party. So, so in fact, That's the right. noun family is also the adjective. So when you say algo familiar, like a fiesta, it'll be a family party, a family meeting, family gathering. It's a nice word. I like mm-hmm. gathering. Mm-hmm. It's like to, to gather together is like juntarse, you know? So when you bring yeah. your family together for Christmas or something, is a, a family gathering. 
or a family yeah. Christmas. I love a, fam- a nice family Christmas. Yeah. For example, no. So we use the word family as your family as a noun mm-hmm. and as mm-hmm. an adjective to describe something connected with the family, like a family yeah. party, no? not a familiar yeah. party. Yeah. Because when you use familiar, it means que te suena, right? Yeah, like, tu me suena. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Tu me suena, like yeah. from the famous your, TV program. Yeah. Your right? face looks um, familiar. Yes. Do I know you? Yeah, Have that's I seen right. You that's before? right. Yeah. So that's yeah. what familiar means in English. Something is familiar to you. You think yeah, you recognize from it from the past. You're not quite sure. That's right. So yeah. this film seems familiar. I think I've seen it before, but I'm not quite yeah. sure. <laughs> absolutely. But it, absolutely. it seems familiar. No? Now, I think yeah, in Spanish, absolutely. one of my clients told me the other day, talking about this, he said, you can use familiar in Spanish with the same meaning, but you have to say, me resulta familiar. Familiar, so you okay. You could say, yeah. la película me resulta, or tu, tu cara me resulta familiar. And in that yeah. case, it has the same meaning as English. Sure, sure. So that's okay, sure. but not just a familiar party. That's not correct. Sure, that's right, that's right, exactly, right, yeah, yeah. We can also talk about the hi- whole idea of un familiar mio, right, yeah. which is kind of a thing as well. But you, again, there, that cha- changes it slightly because you can't, you, again, you can't say a family or my, familiar. I don't even know how you're, tr- yeah, a f- yeah, a familiar of mine yeah. or something like that, right? It, that would be the the. Yeah, so I'm the, spending the, the, the Christmas problem, with my say. familiars. Yes. Familiares, yes. You know? So in Spanish, yeah. un familiar or can mean a, a, a member of your family. That's but in right. English, no, you'd have to say a member. So I'm I'm meeting a member of my family or something like this. Yeah. Well, another word, well, in Spanish you have another word, pariente, which is tambien, okay, un yeah. familiar. And in English yeah. we also have another word that you could use to mean yes. the same, yes. which is? For familiar, relative. Relative. Yeah, a relative. Relativo, yeah. but obviously in Spanish. Yeah. Relative. So relative means relativo, like time is relative or Einstein's... <laughs> yes theory of relativity no is <laughs> yeah it's all relative but also relative is a person you're related to yes which is your a member of your family no so your your brother sister etc your aunt uncles brother-in-law sister-in-law they're all members of your family or your relatives so you say i'm spending yes. my christmas with my relatives yes exactly but not my exactly. familiars yeah, exactly. Yeah. So where do your relatives live? Mm. You know, for example, where do your relatives live? Oh, yeah, they live in this place and this place. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you or would many. ask Do you it. have many relatives? Do you have many relatives? Yeah. yeah. Do you see your relatives often? Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Important to know that. So fantastic. Yes. And so going back to that your party, which you can't use, mm-hmm. right, which is very important. What we do want to do for the next episode is talk about the word party and explore that a little bit more, mm-hmm. don't we, Alistair? Because well, we've recently talked about that and it kind of opened a whole can of worms, which is another expression used, that we have spoken about. Yeah, in it the expanded past. and expanded as we talked about. That's oh, right. There's a lot. There's different meanings of party in English. And That's then there's right. a whole concept of translating fiesta from Spanish into English. When That's it's appropriate right. to use the word party, when it isn't, different kinds of parties. So it's quite a complex issue. So we were going to mention it in this, but we thought, no, no, this is, is a whole topic Absolutely. we can cover in, a, in an episode. It's quite a That's complex right. thing. Yeah. But interesting, I so, think. And quite, it's, sometimes yeah, it's, a, it's also a cultural, it's not just a question of necessary translation. It's a cultural concept right. as well that can be different Absolutely. between English yeah. and Spanish. What is a fiesta exactly? Because in Spain yeah. you have various types of fiestas and not yes. all of them are parties in the English mm. use of the word. 
So that's where it gets Absolutely. a lot of confusion with clients using party too often or in the wrong way. Absolutely. So that's what we'll be discussing next week, which will be super interesting. We've already kind of set it out and uh, planned it out. And we're kind of looking forward to doing that. But today, I'll just give you a quick summary of those six extra helpings of false friends that we gave you. The first one was the whole word of argument, okay, which is different to argumento, which is actually a plot. And you have to be careful when you are talking about or know the difference between an argument and a discussion in English. Okay, so hopefully we've cleared that up for you. The second one was all the different difference between career and degree. This is very useful if you are heading into an interview and you need to make sure that you got it very clear what the difference is. Degree is very much related to what you did at university and career is after that moment when you started your professional experiences, okay, working at different companies. The third one is related to advice and or to advise someone, let's say, and that you shouldn't say I'm advising you, you should say I'm warning you. So the key thing there is to to get to con- connected with the word warn, to warn someone, because that is really the way that you should use that particular, yeah, avoid that particular confusion, right? So warning. Then the, I think the fourth one was... Yes, it was compliment. Be careful when you to avoid the, the connection there with complimento and compliment. They're two different things. Complimento being an accessory and compliment being more of a piropo, mm. right? So related to the idea of complimenting someone. So I and paid Alistair you some very nice compliments. Yeah, and I feel fantastic now. Good, so that's good. really all fantastic. true. All true. Then we did conductor and conductor, which is basically conductor and conductor, right? Conductor being for the orchestra or the bus, whereas conductor obviously in Spanish being the driver so important to get that distinction and the last one was fam- and how you need to be careful where you can't just say a family party or familiar party that's it that's it a familiar party you have to be careful that you avoid that particular idea right you can't say a familiar party that's not possible okay familiar is when something is that you, you could get a suena right this is very familiar for me mm-hmm. right you'd have to say a family party if you really wanted to go down that the translation exactly route, okay mm-hmm. yeah so that's it for this episode, I think. But hopefully all of those extra helpings of false friends make it really, really clear. Some of them are really very important, a little bit less common than the other ones that we've spoken about in the past, but equally important because, you know, if you make mistakes there, it does show that you that you haven't got it quite clear in your mind. And especially when those important moments, you know, whether you're in an interview or you're trying to kind of make it clear about an, a discussion that you had or an argument that you had, all of these little, little details details really really are very very important mm-hmm. wouldn't you agree yeah, exactly yeah. yeah and to yeah, yeah. so people understand what you're trying to say to avoid confusion and yeah. also it gives it shows your you have a good level of english because you know how to use yeah. these words correctly and not confuse them with with spanish words because then what you're yeah. doing effectively is speaking spanish in english if you say mm, things like yeah. you know advice i'm advising advising you when you're you're warning yeah. someone or yeah. etc no so that's or the conductor driver yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. The argument, all the argument discussion things, yeah. is perhaps of all of these, maybe the most common mistake. Yeah, it is. It is very saying common. I had that a discussion with yeah. somebody. You say, discussion, you mean you were just talking to them or you're arguing with them? Yeah. 
It's yeah. two different yeah. things. Very, very common. Yeah. Very common. Yeah. Okay. So next week, it's all about parties and partying. So Ooh. hopefully, Ooh. it'll be super interesting. And as usual, Alistair, thank you very much for your time. Really amazing. I really enjoyed it. Me so too. Thank, thank you very, very much. much. A pleasure as always. And yeah, I'll see you again next week. Yep. All right. Ciao. Bye. All right. See Cheers. you then. Bye.